0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The A's are making some roster moves, shaking things up a little bit as we inch toward the second month of baseball season. I'm Alex Futter, here with Jane Lee. Covers the A's every single day. And Jane, uh, so they have a top prospect coming up to start against the Astros this weekend. So tell us about that transaction. Yeah,
1: it's um, kind of exciting to to hear that Sean Mania is um, coming up so quickly. Um, this is a guy. Um, I mean, everyone was excited about him during spring training. Um, lived up to the hype. Um, big guy, big hair, big personality. Um, but wasn't really expected to, you know, be seen until maybe a little bit later in the season. Um, but with um, they had a rotation. Um, spot basically open after sending Eric camp down, and everyone just assumed that that spot would go to Jesse Hahn, um, but Hahn's dealing with a little bit of a blister issue, so um, it just kind of opened room for, for Mania right now, um, and I know that, you know, a lot of teams experience this where they, they bring up um, a prospect like this, and sometimes it gives them a little bit of a jolt, um, you know, it just adds a little bit. Of enthusiasm and energy to a clubhouse, um, and I know everyone, you know, in the clubhouse loves Manaya. Um, a really good person, and you know, obviously, a extremely um, nice talent, um, a big arm, um, and I mean, he he kind of showed in spring training that you know he's not one to get overwhelmed, get too anxious, nervous. Um, so I think he's going to handle it okay.
0: So he, he was a big piece in the Zobrist trade, is that correct?
1: Yeah, last year when they um, they parted ways with Zobrist and then, you know, Chasmere um, and Tyler Clippard and got all these prospects back. And Strong Mania was um, that big piece they got back from Kansas City.
0: Okay. All right. Well, it's good. I mean, you have to do this stuff, right? I mean, that's why you make these trades. You're trying to improve your team. So uh, it's to see what he can do so that should be pretty exciting um so i was looking at some of the numbers of the a's trying to figure out where their strengths are where their issues are but the bullpen correct me if i'm wrong i know we've talked a little bit about it but there's some guys with some pretty gaudy numbers in the a's, favorably um axford ripsinski which i know i'm butchering his name but there's been some uh some promise in that bullpen is that correct
1: yeah, it's pretty remarkable. Um, I mean, they went, I believe their first um, like 28 inherited runners, they um, they didn't allow to score. Um, the first one they allowed to score was last weekend in Toronto. Um, they've just been absolutely tremendous, and the, the team's been asking a lot of them, too. Um, I mean, they've been racking up a ton of innings and just so consistent day in and day out. Um, and it's you know, you're always kind of careful with with your bullpen, especially early in the season, just because they are getting back in their swing of things. Um, you know, and you don't want to, um, you know, throw too many, any of that at them right away, but the A's have kind of had no choice. Um, and it just seems like no matter who they put out there, you know, whether it's um, Ryan Dole and Fernando Rodriguez, who are more, um, you know, 6th, 7th inning guys, um, they've been just as capable of handling um, the later innings. Um, and then, of course, the the back end of the bullpen, Axford um, and Matson, um have been fabulous. And Zepchinski, um, you know, has been a very big piece. I know you, um, for the majority of his career, um, he's just mostly been used, you know, coming in, face a left-handed maybe two, and then he's out of there. The A's are using him um, not only in that role, but a lot of times for an inning or more um so it's really nice to see them you know not only them giving him that opportunity but him coming through um and it's just it's kind of um you know i i know a lot of eight players have said it's just kind of a a breath of fresh air to to see a performance like that because last year it was just it was so bad that i think it kind of in, you know, affected team morale during games to where they knew they they really couldn't rely on their bullpen. Um, and and this time, you know, they know that their bullpen's going to be there. Um, they just got to, you know, score a few runs early, um, and they know that their pitching staff going to pick them up, especially the bullpen. Um, so definitely a good sign for this team, especially after last year. And I know looking around the league, um, you know, we're seeing it more and more, teams putting more, emphasis on bullpens, and the A's definitely made it a priority, and and you're seeing it pay off here early on.
0: Yeah, I think the Royals, I I mean, it's, the Royals have changed people's, um, I don't know, maybe perspective a little bit, just on how you really want to build a championship team. Uh, It's one thing to get through a season, but it's another thing to build your team for the postseason. You can really do it with a great bullpen and great defense. Uh, And Billy Dean's always you know, it seemed to be he was always kind of ahead of the game and all of that. But uh, there's no more demoralizing way to lose a baseball game, as we know, than when your bullpen blows it. And um, and certainly with the A's also with all of those one-run losses. So just to kind of – it has to feel kind of cleansing that this is not plaguing them early in the season.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, like you said, I think those close late losses are just even more demoralizing than um... – you know, maybe some other losses. And I know a lot of players will say, well, a loss is a loss, no matter, you know, how it's done. But it's really just ejecting, you know, when you're taking leads into the seventh, eighth, ninth innings and consistently losing them like they were last year. And it was just, um, it was was not a great environment um, in the clubhouse last year. And I think that had a lot to do with it. Um, You know, and it wasn't just one guy. It was just Kind of a team-wide plague. It seems like down there in the bullpen. Um, so to see that, um, you know, to see them have just confidence in their bullpen is a big thing. Um, and and I know Chris Coughlin the other day was talking about, you know, you have to learn how to win these close games, learn how to win these one-run games. And he said, you know, I wasn't here last year for for all the heartache losses, um, all those thir- all thirty-five of those one-run losses, um, but. You know, you, you do learn as a team how to win those games. And I think early on, um, you know, the, the A's are doing just that, and I think they're they're gaining some confidence from that.
0: I had to laugh at the uh, the little sideshow that was the Kendall Graveman at bat. So I was trying to figure this whole thing out. Um, he hadn't at bat. He, he, I guess the A's relinquished their DH when Valencia was hurt, and they put him, Graveman into a cleanup spot. Um, And it would have been really cool if he had actually gotten a hit, but he actually struck out on three pitches. He said that it was his first (laughs) first at bat in like eight years. Um, I guess we may never see anything like that again.
1: No, it was kind of crazy. I mean, um, I know a lot of Yankees writers were going crazy, saying, you know, how could they give up their DH so early? But (laughs) the A's have actually, um, you know, given up their DH um, five times this year already. Um, just because they do value defense so much, and I know Bob Allen was saying um, you know, after that game, um, you know, if they were if they were behind, um, you know, maybe they they make a different move um, in the field and don't give up their GH. But they were ahead, um, and when they're ahead, they want to put their best defense out there. So, you know, they're willing to sacrifice. And I thought it's in the cleanup spot, um, and with a pitcher who hasn't had an at bat since high school. Um, and it, and it worked out for them. It, it, I don't think there's been one situation this year where it has hurt them, um, just because I think they're smart enough to not put themselves in a situation where it would. Um, so I mean, five times in the first, um, you know, 21 games is a lot, but, um, they just, the way their, their roster is right now, um, you know, they only have so many options. So, um, you know, no matter what they have, they just want to put um, their their best defensive options out there if they're winning.
0: It was highly entertaining. All right, good stuff. Thank you, Jane. We'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you.